So I just published the 62nd issue of Hockey Development Magazine. And if you're not familiar with the magazine, it's our digital publication available on iOS and Android devices. So uh, if you want to, go you know, check it out on the App Store or on Google Play. And uh, it's a phenomenal resource for hockey coaches. But usually what I do is after publishing the issue, uh, I post the picture of the cover on you know Instagram, Facebook, um, different places around the web where you know people can kind of see it and if they're interested they can go check it out. And this most recent issue is all about off-season training, what to do in the off-season. So we've got you know some of the topics of the articles in in this issue are how playing other sports can improve your game, uh, how how are you improving your players' athleticism, making the most of your off-season, uh, things to do during off-season hockey training. So and of course there's a lot more. Uh, a lot, lot more in the issue. And uh, the reason I bring this up right now is because I, so I posted this on Instagram and uh, one of my followers made the comment. He says, ha, off season. Hockey now gives you July off and that's it. Needs to change. And uh, I, I sat there and I kind of went, huh, yeah. You know what? That's interesting. And yes, it definitely does need to change. Um, you know, I think we need to, what we need to do is is take back control over our off-season. And that might mean some self-reflection a little bit. Uh, I wanted to kind of share a little bit of some of the mindset that I've noticed. My wife calls it FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. And uh, it's really hard not to get wrapped up in it, you know, because you'll, you'll see, you know, Johnny's teammates and, uh, you know, so-and-so is doing this camp and, you know, maybe a couple other players are going to this tournament or that tournament and, you know, something out of province or out of state or they're traveling for this or for that. And you sit there and you go, man, if I don't put my, if I don't put my kid in this, they're going to be left behind in, you know, in the upcoming season. And uh, it's really hard not to buy into that to, that, to that FOMO, that fear of missing out mentality. But it reminded me of an experience that I had as a kid in my playing days. And, uh, you know, so I, I was a kid. I had my first season of play. I was five years old, turned six partway through the season. And, you know, of course, I was a beginner. And after that season, I went to a couple camps during the summer, just locally. Um, in the, I, I, was, I grew up in Toronto, so locally in the Toronto area. And uh, they came back the next season much improved. Like I had a fantastic second season. Uh, then after that, kind of did the same thing again. And then uh, for my third season, started moving up into higher levels of play. Um, you know, and then by the time I was, you know, 9, 10 uh, years old, so I started, you know, AAA when I was 9. Um, and then, you know, by then I was starting to get into some fairly serious competition and fairly serious levels of play. And in one summer, you know, things had been going so well and I'd been making so much progress during previous summers that for one summer, my dad, uh, he got pretty ambitious. And he, he had me playing in a summer league uh, and then doing like a few tournaments over that summer as well. Like I think maybe two or three tournaments over the summer plus some camps and uh, it made it so I never really took a break from hockey. And, uh, you know, so there was, it was kind of a double-edged sword, though. So on one hand, I made a ton of improvement. Like, it was a great experience. You know, I, I played in some awesome tournaments, had a lot of fun, did a little bit of traveling, um, went to some fantastic camps, improved my skills, got substantially better over the course of the summer. And then came into that fall, into the upcoming season, the subsequent season, uh, flying, like just looking amazing, tearing it up. And then what happened was about a third of the way through the season, I became somewhat exhausted by it. 
uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, just tired, sick of being at the rink. I mean, I really hadn't had a break, you know, at that point um, for probably about 10 months or so. Like I've been playing 10 or 11 months straight of hockey. Like if you consider the the previous season, which would have been about six months, um, and then the summer, which, you know, another two or three months there, and then partway through the, the subsequent season, we're talking like 10 or 11 months straight of high intensity, you know, practice and game schedule with really not much break in between. And, uh, you know, so I started feeling it. Uh, my dad noticed it as well. And we kind of sat down and, and the good news is, you know, we were both um, fairly astute, like fairly students of the game, I guess you'd say. So we talked through it, you know, we kind of counseled together and he said, you know, like, how are you, I've noticed you're seeming exhausted. Is this, you know, are you feeling burned out? And, you know, we kind of chatted about it. I said, yeah. And uh, so we kind of figured out a game plan and said, you know, let, let's get through the rest of the season. Like just, you got to be mentally tough fight through it, figure it out, and let's have a good remaining of the season, and then we'll do things differently next summer. And, um, you know, so he learned from it, I learned from it, and from that point on, you know, I, I was able to do, you know, I still stayed a little bit involved in the game, you know, with different things. Like, I, I became, you know, roller hockey kind of got bigger, and so roller hockey is a, I think is a really fun way of still staying involved in the game, but it's different enough that it's not like, it's not the same. So it feels different enough. Um, but, I, you know, I did roller hockey. I did baseball, lacrosse, um, played other sports during the summer and uh, was able to get, you know, the development, the gains and things that I needed. You know, I still stayed involved in the game a little bit, um, but not to the extent where I got burned out by it. And then, you know, of course, as I got older, then I got into, you know, some off-ice uh, strength and conditioning training, weightlifting and things like that, which, again, helps with your game, but it's not on the ice, high intensity practice games, practice games, championships, things like that. It's not as taxing. So um, that's what this issue is all about. It's like, you know, other sports, you know, getting involved in different things, improving athleticism, making the most of your off season, training properly and training smart for the off season. Um, and that's what we're talking about in this issue. But I wanted to, you know, with, with that comment, it kind of made me step back and say, you know what? Yeah, like this is, in some cases, if you don't step in and take back control of your off-season, then it's very easy to get wrapped up in this fear of missing out mentality and to, you know, have your child drastically overscheduled over the course of the summer. You know, there is a time and a place. And during the season, yes, it's intense, it's long, it's, you know, building and growing and, and uh, you know, playoffs and championships at the end, all that stuff. But it is important to also, you know, take a step back and develop other, in other areas and in other sports and other things as well. So as I always say, it's my two cents worth. But uh, take a look at it. it takes, you know, do, take a chance to have some uh, introspection and be honest with yourself and with your, you know, with your, with your child and with their schedule. And am I doing what's right? Am I, am I doing what's optimal for my kids' development? Even if they're having fun during it, great. But if you're going to go, you know, 11 months out of the year, every single year, year after year, it's, it's going to be a small handful of, of players that don't get burned out at some point by that. And about the worst thing you can do, do is burn out like midway through your actual season. You know, at the end of the day, summer hockey is, is the, the regular season, what we play for, right? The regular season and, and the subsequent playoffs. So you don't want to be burning yourself out in, you know, meaningless things 
over the course of the summer and making it so that your your player can't function during the winter when uh you know when it's the time to be functioning so Anyways, uh, again, Hockey Development Magazine, fantastic issue that we've got, issue number 62. Uh, if you're interested, go into your App Store or Google Play and just search out Hockey Development Magazine and uh, download that issue. We do have a 30-day free trial set up, so you can actually, uh, if you're a new subscriber, you can check out this issue for free and uh, as part of your 30-day trial. And then uh, if you like the issue, you can just stay a subscriber. And if not, you can, uh, you can bow out and, and cancel your subscription and uh, still have access to this issue and never be billed. So go ahead, check it out. It's awesome. Um, but beware of the FOMO. That's my two cents worth for today. Take it for what it's worth and uh, have a great summer, a great off season. And we'll be back again with more sound bites um, in the uh, upcoming days and weeks.